Welcome to Season 3 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes In Defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 160 is entitled Tribalism in America. According to Merriam-Webster Dictionary, a tribe is a social group comprising numerous families, clans, or generations. A group of persons having a common character, occupation, or interest. Tribalism, according to Oxford Languages, is the state or fact of being organized in a tribe or tribes, the behavior and attitudes that stem from strong loyalty to one's own tribe or social group. We are all tribalistic. We have families, clubs, societies, associations, fraternities, sororities, cliques, circles, guilds, alliances, lodges, teams, social groups, organizations, cooperatives, unions, and so on. Any uniting force can form a tribe. A sewing circle is a tribe. Tribes, of course, can be very positive or very negative. Even good tribes, such as sports fans, can turn into a riot mob and go ballistic when emotions overrule actions. The inherent flaw in tribalism is one's willingness to abandon free will and turn his conscience over to the leaders of the tribe. On one extreme, we see it in organized crime. We are now seeing it on a scale unlike any in my lifetime in the Democratic Party. Once upon a time, we had one man, one vote. Now we have one party, one vote. The Liberal Party is no longer a political group of free people united in a cause. The Liberal Party is a tribe with one purpose and one ruler. It is much like communism. Any member of that tribe who breaks the rules or does not walk the line is metaphorically burned at the stake. The liberal press has also become a tribe. They no longer report news. Like the Pravda, they repeat propaganda and preach all things liberal. The liberal universities have also become a tribe, armed against critical thinking and conservatism and all things American. Hollywood has also become a tribe that hates all things Republican or conservative or Democratic and worships everything green. In addition, the Liberal Party has discovered that tribalism works to their advantage. If they can bring minority groups under their umbrella, they have guaranteed votes. Therefore, they have effectively divided America into tribes. The tribes are the blacks, the LGBTQ plus community, the poor, the Hispanics, the press, Hollywood, college students, women, rioters, criminals, the illegal immigrants, the unions, the welfare recipients, the homeless. Everything becomes a right or an entitlement. The homeless are even invited to take over cities and public parks. They are not held to sanitary rules. Tribes who are excluded are the rich the conservatives, the Republicans, and the whites. They are the enemy. Tribalism is a greater threat to democracy than terrorism. One of the greatest enemies to our freedom that will arise in the near future is the existence of gangs in America. We are already moving toward tribalism. Gangs are a lawless group, laying their cunning plans in secret and carrying them out openly in defiance of the law. They live above the law and wish to become a law unto themselves. They have already formed. The only thing that keeps gangs in check is the knowledge that our police force is more powerful. The organization CrimeInAmerica.net reported that there are 27,900 active gangs in the United States, with a total of 774,000 gang members. Some estimate the number of gang members to be 1.4 million. One cannot even imagine what would happen if catastrophe struck and law broke down. And when we saw the shameless way high government officials handled the Benghazi attack, and the equally shameless way social Democrats supported the recent Wall Street rioters on the East Coast and on the West Coast. 
Our confidence was shaken in its ability to handle a real threat where political ideology is at play. The liberals have encouraged them by defunding the police and putting attorneys and judges in place who are soft on crime. In some places, theft under $1,000 is a misdemeanor, leaving robbing, looting, pillaging, pickpocketing, purse snatching, holdups, and so forth open to anyone without fear of reprisal. In some cities, the police are so helpless, even rape is ignored. The left further emboldens criminals by taking away the Second Amendment, leaving the honest public defenseless. It is strange that the lawmakers who oppose the Second Amendment live in gated communities and are often protected by armed guards. They willfully expose others to dangers they themselves do not need to fear. Once organized tribes such as gangs feel their power sufficient, they will become an army and attack our system and push it to its limits. It will be internecine war, and the incarnadine streets will no longer be safe day or night. The New World Order that is emerging from the Social Democrats in Washington applauds anarchy. Their success is built upon social discontent, which they exploit by supporting any organized tribe, including drug cartels, gangsters, gangs, rioters, and looters who hate the republic. They are blind to the future dangers. They call anyone racist who wishes to defend our borders or who tries to restore order who tries to enforce the law. They're making police look evil and criminals look like martyrs. When law and order break down, greater gangs will emerge and anarchy will reign. Gangs and drug cartels are related. The day will come when there will be a government within a government, and fear will hang like fog in the air. I predict that gangs will be one of our greatest threats to national security in the near future if we do not support our constabulary. In the present climate, we are not prepared for insurrection by gang members creating mayhem in society. Lawlessness will reign, and in some parts of our cities, even the police will fear to go. Secret societies will rule the underworld and seek to undermine our laws and overthrow our government. No city streets will be safe if we do not act responsibly now about the problem of gangs in our nation. In the near future, thousands will die needlessly. Our Congress only acts after a crisis occurs. They're so busy squabbling and struggling for power, personal profit, and security in office that they do not even consider our future. They are blind to the consequences of their actions. Even today, democratic socialists applaud those who violate our laws and create violence in the streets. They justify their behavior rather than condemn it. It is astonishing that the nation appears blind to the future consequences of such irresponsible behavior on the part of our Congress. If unchecked, the day will come when people will organize and provide their own security and blood will run in the streets. It could all be avoided if our rulers adhered to the Constitution and Bill of Rights and put the good of their country over the idealism of their party. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast. In Defense of Christianity is available at RonaldMesser.com.